Hey everybody, this is Chad, and you're here for another episode of Zick and Wick. Uh, holy crap, Zach, we've got a lot to talk about. We're recording this on December 13th, so a couple days after Disney Investor Day. Let's just start off with the Investor Day. So, Disney had its Investor Day, its annual Investor Day this past week. I think it was Friday? Uh, it was Thursday. Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. It was Thursday. I don't remember when Investor Day was last year, but it was sometime around around early December, and I think they were celebrating the successful, mostly successful kickoff of Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. It seems now that they've taken in The Mandalorian, the success of it, and are now pushing forward, they're talking more about the future of Star Wars, the future of the MCU, uh, largely this first year of Disney Plus has been heavy, heavy, heavy on The Mandalorian and Disney's huge portfolio of IP and content that everybody loves, but there hasn't been too much new stuff. I also think The Simpsons has been a secret, discreet success of of Disney Plus. I don't really watch a lot of The Simpsons. I think I think there was a reason that FX, they, they came out with, when they came out with FXX, they basically just ran The Simpsons like 24 hours a day, I think for the first couple weeks that network was even in existence. And I, there's a reason they did that. People love The Simpsons. So I think Disney's just kind of taking that and running with it. Yeah, it's weird to see The Simpsons on Disney Plus rather than on Hulu. Uh, maybe one day they'll spin it off once they have all the con- more content on Disney Plus. But right now it feels weird to, to have it on Disney Plus rather than Hulu. The tone is drastically different and <laughs> everything in, that's on Disney Plus. Now, I, I didn't notice it. I, I watched, I, I was in and out of it. I think you watched a little more than I did. But do you know if they announced the Disney, they said they were going to do like a Disney plus adult that had like the, like where they would stick Logan and where they would stick Deadpool and, and any properties from Fox. No, um, I, I, did you, you heard that or you? That was a big rumor leading up to it. Like there were, there were kind of like uh, renderings and videos of, what this was going to look like and they did kind of touch on it with the international stuff like how they had those kind of like um i can't remember what the the names were but their tie-ins with some of the international things where they did have locations where they were putting the the r-rated disney now disney properties but i didn't see them actually announce the adult disney plus which i i thought they would i did not see any official news on that what I, I am reading now is that in overseas territories, as you mentioned, there's going to be a different section. Right. But I don't know what's going on within the U.S., so remains to be seen. Yeah. But in Investor Day, there was a ton of news on Star Wars and the MCU, and well, and Disney as a whole. But we're going to focus on the news that pertains specifically to Star Wars. So... They announced 10 new series, serieses, series, series for Star Wars, which is crazy. And I think they, they announced a movie as well. They didn't talk too much about the movies, but in terms of the series, there was a ton of news. They, so, actually, they actually talked about two movies. Two movies? Yeah. Okay, well, let's just run it down. I think we got an outline here. We can talk about uh, each as we go through. So the first thing they announced, which is 
we everybody speculated about it. We knew it was coming. Um, is a show specifically focused on Ahsoka Tano. Like we, everybody saw this coming, um, but it's great to have confirmed. I they didn't announce who's uh, the EP on the show, but I'm presuming it's Filoni. They, um, they did. They did they for did. this one and Rangers of the New Republic. It's full. It's a, the same thing. It's Filoni and um, and John Favreau for both of those. For both of them. Okay. Yep. So it, the next show is Rangers of the New Republic. So I, I don't know if it's been announced, but it, this looks like a Cara Dune led show. They they've been talking about it in the Mandalorian. They've been showing her showing her badge, and I mean I think it's pretty straightforward what we're gonna see. I don't know how it's gonna play out, but we've got a Cara Dune show. Yep, and I mean there's also other like just from Mandalorian alone. After this week's episode, there's a potential that Mayfeld's gonna show up. He seems like he's kind of an ally now. Um, but there's also, I can't remember the name of the, the um, X-Wing pilot, but the guy who oh. uh, Cara Dune talks to at the end of the end of that episode and gives her the badge to become Marshal. He's probably going to be involved. I mean, who knows? Probably Dave Filoni's character, X-Wing character will show up here and there. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if they throw in any of the old characters, like does, uh, does Princess Leia make a, sh- does she show up? Because she's going to be big time in helping them create this at this point. Okay, okay. So the next show is Andor. So this is Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. So Tony Gilroy will be the EP and basically running the show. And Diego Luna will be coming back to star as Cassie and Andor. It seems like it's going to be a spy show, which is and a prequel to Rogue One. Um, if you recall... Diego Luna's character, Cassian Andor, dies in Rogue One at the very end. So I presume we're going to be going into his story coming up to, leading into Rogue One. We don't know much about his spy work leading into Rogue One. Uh, I think they'll have to be doing, they'll have to do some finagling to give him a good character arc because he... In the beginning of Rogue One, he's pretty cynical, and this is he has an arc within Rogue One, so it would be pretty hard to do that over again. So I'm not sure how they're going to pull that off, but maybe we're just going to have to pretend like Rogue One didn't happen, and maybe there's something that, that specifically triggers him to become cynical. I have concerns about character arcs when we go into prequels, because the prequel movies, we know what's going to happen to Anakin. And we know what's going to happen to Cassian. But Cassian is a, is a huge unknown character, so there's a lot of holes we can fill. But, you know, he's going to be... He could be potentially repeating some of the same beats that we've already seen. Yeah, and this, this is one thing that you got a sense of with the majority of the new properties is there. They're playing the hits. They're not going far away from the time of the Empire. I think they, as successful as the new movies were, I don't think that, it doesn't seem like what people want right now. They want everything kind of plus or minus five or ten years of the original movies. And so I think they're going with that. Some characters they could use, they could probably use Saw Gerrera at some point. They could use Mon Mothma, uh, Bail Organa. They could use K2SO. Um, so I think there's a bunch of characters they could use, they could throw in there, but I bet it's a, it's going to, I bet it's going to be a lot like Mandalorian where it's just a adventure of the week almost of what his spy duties are leading up to Rogue One. 
All right, and the next show is the that was announced years ago, but had some tr some trying times, some struggles, went back to the drawing board, but is the Obi-Wan show. Uh, it's not going to be a traditional series. It's going to be a limited, uh, sorry, the words they used is, are, a special event series. So it feels like Disney's trying to take this and not have it be a limited series. I think they're trying to make it more like a movie that's chopped up into four parts. Yeah, I think I've everything I've heard the the old the what they said a few years ago, and I think I may have even heard it during this investor thing is that it was six episodes, okay. and they'll probably they'll probably be anywhere between thirty minutes and an hour each. Just uh, it's it's going to be a long movie, is what it's probably going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you recall, they announced this years ago. I think they had everything written, and then they went back to the drawing board and basically rewrote the whole thing. Don't know where they stand in terms of the of what's been written and when they're shooting. Did they announce when they're when they're going to start shooting? I believe they're starting in February. The the production, the actual shooting. So it must be all it must be completely written at this point, and they're comfortable with what they've got. Yep. Uh, the and this is the Deborah Chow. Yes. It's going to be directing i don't think she wrote it i don't know who was writing it but they went back to the drawing boards and the writing and now Jeb deborah chow is going to be directing it uh the big reveals the big reveals they came out with during this that i don't think anybody really had heard or, heard or confirmed yet is that it will be 10 years after revenge of the sith so it'll be about nine years before basically the halfway point between uh, revenge of the sith and a new hope and that hayden christensen will be back to play darth vader so that's that's interesting. We'll see how they how they use him. Obviously, Darth Vader is going to be in a suit most of the time, but are they going to show him floating in a back to tank? Are they going to show him in a meditation chamber? Is he actually going to fight Obi Wan? Which I would think they, I think she's I think Kathleen Kennedy said the duel of the the rematch of the century or something like that. So that kind of <laughs> makes you think they're going to fight. Is there any is the time between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? Do we know what happens to Obi-Wan? He's supposed to be at, out in Tatooine or yep. hiding, but we don't know exactly what's going on with him. Nope. I mean, he could have left. He could have stayed there the whole time. Really, the only thing we ever see with him... In, there's some old comics. It's all legends. The only thing canon that we've seen was the one episode of Rebels where Ezra shows up on Tatooine to basically recruit him. So it's about two years, two, three years before A New Hope. And it was when... He kills Maul during that lightsaber fight at the very end. That's the only time we see Obi-Wan. So we know he's on the planet then, but he could very easily have left the planet a couple times in that 19 years in between. Okay. All right, so that's that's Obi-Wan. The next show is The Bad Batch, the animated show. It looks like it's been either completely done or they've gotten a lot of work done. Filoni's probably been working his ass off doing consulting on... The Mandalorian and working on the Bad Batch, and kicking off his other two new series. Yeah, well, that's yeah. He's got a lot. He's got a, he, so he's heavily involved in the animation. As a showrunner, he's starting his new work on the new shows, and he's been consulting on the Mandalorian. I don't. It feels like his role in this second season of the Mandalorian has been focused on Ahsoka Tano. And maybe like consulting otherwise, but yeah. I have a feeling that 
it's been mostly the John Favreau show. Yeah, I bet he reads every script and gives and gives feedback on every script and tells them what they like. Yeah, you can do this. No, you, you definitely can't do this. And obviously, he wrote the he wrote Ahsoka's episode because that's his character. But yeah, otherwise, I think you're exactly right. Okay, so the next show is is called Visions, and it's an animated show. And I don't. Every episode feels like it's going to be its own little story. It feels like vignettes or short stories set in the Star Wars universe, a la the Animatrix. I don't know if you remember the Animatrix, Zach, but I was a huge fan of it yep. back in the mid two thousands. And this feels they basically just took the world of the Matrix and they let other creators write film shoot stories set in within the matrix but they were all in different styles of animation so it was actually was very cool and it gives you an insight into what the world is like the other thing that this feels like to me is if you're like me and you're too lazy and you don't want to read the star wars books or the comics this is like a a visual tv show means of getting a taste of what else is out there beyond what you see in like the typical shows yeah and another thing this made me think of exactly what you said the anthology thing they had it i just finished the second one the it's called from a certain point of view empire strikes back it's a book and it's basically 40 stories about side characters all happening like during the times during the time of the empire strike back so they have the wampas they have like general piet they have Let's see. They they have some side characters that you never even really hear of, but it's like rebels that are on the base when Darth Vader is attacking it, like residents of Cloud City when they're under attack. It's all these like different points. It's different points of view of the of the movie. So I wonder if they're gonna do a few things like that where they'll take some traditional stories and do a different spin on them from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a cool thing if they they did that. Okay, okay, the next show is it's a Lando Carizian show. I, th- I think it was just called Lando. Lando. Yep. And it's going to be run by Justin Simeon, who is the writer, creator, director of Dear White People, the movie, and the showrunner of Dear White People, the TV show. I don't, I'm sure, I know Justin has helped out in some other shows, but I don't know if he's, if he's showrun or created any other movies, but he's mostly known for Dear White People, which is on Netflix. This is going to be Young Lando with Donald Glover starring. So it, it, you touched on earlier the fact that we are focused on... So it feels like a lot of these shows are going to be set after Revenge of the Sith or right around or after the Age of the Rebellion. Because if you remember... After the rise of Skywalker, they were heavily suggesting that they were going to have spin-off shows and movies based on characters that popped up in that movie by itself. And we haven't heard anything about any of those characters. It doesn't feel like we're going back to them at all. It, there definitely felt like there was going to be a Lando show, but it was going to be Lando as an adult, kind of as a mentor figure to one of the characters in that last movie. And we haven't heard crap about that. I don't think it's going to happen. 
Um, I wonder. I wonder if they could use. That was one of my thoughts. Is maybe they could use the Lando movie is almost a. Maybe they do use Billy D. Williams. I mean, they have to use him pretty soon because he's getting up there. Yeah. But if they are going to use him and do maybe maybe like a two part story where they show old Billy D. Williams and what he's doing, but then also having like flashbacks and almost like it makes me think of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when he when they go back to young Indy at the very beginning of the movie. But I. Just something they could do. Who knows what they're going to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. The next show is The Acolyte, which we don't really know too much about. Uh, I remember they, they said the Russian doll creator is going to be... I forget her name. My apologies. But I forget her name. She's going to be show running. And it's set in the time of the High Republic. So this is way, way early, early, early Star Wars. Yep. So this is going to be... Even though it's not pushing in like the... Show, in the shows or movies yet next year 2021 there's a bunch of books and comics coming out that are said and it's called the high republic it's 200 years before the original trilogy and it's basically all about when the jedi are kind of at their peak before they start having their downfall the acolyte makes me think the only time they've really used that word star wars in star wars is the acolytes of the beyond which is from the books the trilogy of books the aftermath trilogy and it's when they're talking about like Sith artifacts and all this stuff. So it makes me think that this is going to be all about the rise of the Sith underneath the Jedi's nose and what all the balls get put into place to ultimately culminate with Palpatine 200 years later. That's that's what I would just guess based on the title, but I'd be cool with that. That sounds like a cool story to me. Yeah, yeah. This is the one with you know the most mystery and uh, it gives me the most intrigue. Uh, the, the next show is uh, a droid story. It's, it's uh, animation. It seems like it's probably going to be. Is this a Filoni show or is this? Did they say? I don't. I I don't think this one was animation. I think this was real life. I think it was. Really. Yeah, I think it was live action. If I, if I remember right, I didn't. I'm not super like. Whenever C3PO is a lead character, you're not going to find me waiting in the front of the line for it, but. Who knows? I'm sure I'll watch it, so we'll just see what happens with it. Uh, okay, a, a droid story, a new project for Disney Plus, will feature a new hero alongside R2D2 and C3PO. Okay, so maybe it's going to be a live action. Yeah. But that, yeah. How, that's good. You know, I'm not a big C3PO fan either. Uh, but I think the fact that they're going to pair up R2D2 and C3PO with a new hero. They're aware that those two by themselves are not going to be enough. We're going to need somebody else to, right. as the straight man, to guide this story. But that's something new and creative. One thing that Star Wars has lacked, in my opinion, is, you know, we have the lightsabers, we have the Western now, and we've done the hero's arc a couple times already, like... We need new blood, we need different types of stories, and we're seeing a taste of that in these new shows, and hints of potential new pathways, so I'm excited in in, in that sense. I want to see it on screen before I judge, but I think the executives at Disney realize that they need to do more and different instead of sticking to the same hits i think they could easily do that with lando did you say lando or did you say cat i said i I, if i said lando i meant cassian uh andor yeah they say in rogue one that he's done terrible things for the 
just a line that sticks out. He's done terrible things for the rebellion, so maybe we get to see all the terrible things he does to be in kind of an anti-hero leading up to the uh, leading up to Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I would like to see that for sure. Okay. The next announcement was for Rogue Squadron, the film. This is very interesting. Um, it's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84. She actually put together a little teaser on Twitter. I don't think this is like official Disney content. Like I didn't remember Disney putting it out, but she put this together and she distributed it on her social media. And you can tell she has a lot of pride She's the daughter of um, an Air Force pilot, and she seems very passionate about Star Wars. For her to put out this little snippet, and it, it, it's saying a lot um, about how passionate and she's for this project. There is no way she put this out without Dis- without the mouse's okay. I don't I'm sure th- they got the okay, but it wasn't like yeah. the yeah. marketing team at Disney did not make this. This was yeah. her saying, I feel strongly about this project and I want to do this and they're probably like that sounds amazing we'll give you the X-Wing they have an X-Wing out on a on a, um, an airstrip and, and she's climbing into it it looks very cool everybody should go out and try and find it if you haven't seen it already yeah obviously I'm a big fan of the Rogue, Squ- uh, the Rogue Squadron days from GameCube and from before yeah, N64. Those were some awesome games. They did say there was some outlet that said they will not be connected. It'll be an original story. It won't be. It won't be connected to those stories, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, I'm totally good with that. But yeah, I, yeah, this will be pretty cool. Yeah, this is. I've been clamoring for this story for a long time. We want to see Top Gun in X Wings. Bring it. It's gonna be great. Yep. So this is the film. Uh, and then there's one more film, which they haven't given us much details on, but it's we know it's going to be uh, helmed by Taika Waititi. They, have they said anything about it? Yeah, um, um, what's or Kathleen Kennedy did say uh, just a few quick lines at the at the call. It, basically, it's going to be a fresh new new take on Star Wars. It's basically going to be Taika's kind of movie. So it's, it's going to really... be a ta- it's going to be what Taika did for Thor. He's going to do for. Star Wars. Yep. So in a bit of other news, not about, I think, so we just talked about, uh, I think, 11 projects. I thought it was... Um, well, they said 10, ten, show, 10 shows, but then we had the two movies with that. Okay, so we must and be I, missing something. Well, I think, I think they included Mandalorian as one of the 10 shows. Okay. I was trying to figure out the, the dates when they're going to show, like when they're going to be released. And what I could find was... We're getting a new season of Mando next Christmas, so we're going to have a little bit of a break. So 2021, late December, we're going to get another season of The Mandalorian. Andor will be in 2022. Obi-Wan will be in 2022 as well, but it's I don't think that one is set in stone. Uh, Ahsoka, we don't know the timing of it yet. I'm guessing it's going to be 2022. I don't think they've shot anything yet. The Bad Batch, did they say when they're going to do the they, Bad Batch? They, 
They didn't, but if I had to guess, just the fact that they have so much done, they've already released trailers for it. They released Season 7 of The Clone Wars back in early 2020. I bet it'll be early next year if I had to guess. They may push it to summer, but it's going to be, I bet it's first half of next year. Okay, so The Acolyte, I think they've already started writing. The showrunner is going to be is Leslie Headland. I don't know, they haven't announced any dates for the release. But it sounds like they probably have made progress on the writing. They're going to start shooting at some point next year. So let's say 2021, late 2021 at very best, most likely in 2022. And for Lando, I don't think we have any data on when they're going to start shooting or if they've already started writing. But I that one's 2022 at very best as well. So... Uh, it, it, not a lot that's going to be coming out next year for Star Wars, but 2022 and beyond seems like we've got a lot of content coming our way. Yes. They, they said early in the announcement that we're going to get these 10 shows over the course of the next three years. A lot of what we've discussed is going to be pushed into 2023, most likely. But they've got a lot of content that we're going to be seeing in 2022. That's for sure. In other news, they, as we've talked about, The Mandalorian is shot, a lot of it is shot inside of a soundstage, high-tech soundstage, not on green screen, but on this technology called the volume, which they are basically putting the characters on a set dressing the set, but in the background they have LED screens that are very high quality. They have been crushing it with production. It looks great. You can't tell it's shot inside of a, uh, a soundstage. And they're making these shows quickly for The Mandalorian. They're doing so well that they already have one more volume that they're using, which is larger. And they're going to invest in three new volumes in different parts of the world. So it, it feels like Disney is, this is the future of how they're going to start making movies for Disney. It feels like they're going to be able to make stuff so quickly that pandemic, whatever you throw at us, this is a controlled environment. They can continue producing even when, you know, the shit hits the fan excited in a way because that just means we're going to get more and it's going to be efficient and there's not going to be as many setbacks it sucks that they're not shooting on location but as long as we're getting quality it doesn't matter I, and i bet for the movies they still do a lot of on locations there's they're going to use the volumes but i still bet they when it comes to those big budget films although moving forward after the pandemic who knows what big budget film is going to be anymore it could be maybe they're just hedging their bets and this is what they do but I, I still think they'll do the traveling and all that stuff like they did for the, the sequel series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, they'll, they'll definitely do a blend. I'm sh I think they are still shooting on location some for The Mandalorian, but it feels like, based on what we're seeing from behind the scenes, that at least 75% of it is, is filmed in the volume. Okay, so I think that sums up all the... Star Wars news from Investor Day. Is there anything else out there? 
I mean, I <laughs> that should be enough. It's going to be almost Star Wars overload when it comes to 2022. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure they're going to spread it out. Um, they're not going to release it all in one fell swoop, but yeah, 2022. Yeah, it will be nice. Like once every two months, you basically have a new show kicking off. It seems like. Mm-hmm. I I really really hope that they diversify the tone and the feel of these shows, so we're not getting hit over the head. We don't get the the superhero fatigue that we were getting with the MCU. Yeah, they had to be very wary of that. And it is TV, so you you won't have to see it all if you don't want to. If you're a casual viewer, it seems like. Not all of these shows are tied into one another. It's not like the MCU. Um, they feel like one-off shows that have some connection to something else in the Star Wars world, but not necessarily you see one, you watch the next one, then you watch the next one. It's not like that, which is a good thing, I think. Yep, I agree. All right, so that's it for this episode of Zick and Wick. We've broken up the content for this week between two episodes. So this concludes the episode on Disney Investor Day. And we'll have another one coming soon talking about Season 2, Episode 7 of The Mandalorian. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Have a good one.